Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 477 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, and joining me in the orange sideway bar for this episode, we have our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Aid Levice, otherwise known as Ben Moss Woodward. You are right there, Colin, you sounded a wee bit pecking. Um, I've just had to change uh, a load of washing over in the last... In the titles, I had to add about 30 <laughs> seconds of titles to empty the washing machine and then put everything on and set it off again. So, we do, we do, we do, we do, say we do, that men can't multitask. <laughs> yes, yes, that uh, uh, I also also went almost went flying as well. Um, we also have our SRV Banksy and uh, community corner expert that would be Alec Turner. Hello, good evening, and welcome. I don't know why I did that. Wow. <laughs> Almost singing there. Are, you, are we going to have to do a musical musical let's, episode? Let's yeah, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because now you've put the idea in my head. Our staff liaison officers, Claire Good. Oh my <laughs> God. Can <laughs> never do, please never ever do that again. Uh, so there you have. If you wish, you can join us live. We're hanging out in game. In open, uh, are we at the lave, sta- uh, the lave station bar? I think Chris might be. I am currently in search of new fabric insulation and things for the CG, which oh, appeared to be a right. little bit, a little bit, a bit scarce Scares. to come by. Yes. Aye. Well, if you can get to us in game, you can join us at uh, the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com/live. Click on the live chat. 
and go to twitch.tv slash lave radio. Uh, if you can't find us there, then you'll, we're also on YouTube as well. So let's have a quick wander around the crew, see what they've been up to for the last week. Uh, I'm going to leave Claire to last because I think I'm she's probably, got a lot to I'm say. No, I doubt it's fine. It's fine. But it's fine. Just leave me to last. <laughs> uh, so, Ben, what have you been up to last this week? Honestly, not a lot. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about yeah anything that I've actually been up to. And it's like, you know, I was sort of playing with the kids, watching old movies with the kids, getting very, very depressed and kind of shocked by the content my daughter watches on YouTube. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> uh, she, my, my daughter is hooked on some YouTube series. Which, There's quite a few of them, Ben. Yeah, no, it's it, it, the product set in a school. Production val, val, value, well, the production quality is actually well, is like at least saved, like Saved by the Bell kind of quality of production value, uh, but far worse storylines um, and really not exactly positive stereotypes. Although I think they're deliberately trying. It seems to me like they're deliberately trying to set somebody up as like this person is a complete and utter um rude word insert rude word insert, here. Insert rude word here, yes. Um and then that the the main character of that week seems to learn, okay, this person is a complete and utter insert rude word here. Maybe I won't emulate them. But it, it's oh, just well. like it's it, it was it was it lasted half an hour. I was like, how the hell are we doing this? And that's, uh, yeah, after that, I basically, yeah, I'm sorry, love. You're not getting the remote control back again after that. So I'm not watching another half hour of that. Yeah. So yeah. basically, this is daddy daughter time is not going to work <sighs> for you then. Well, daddy daughter time with content like that. No, I, I'm not convinced that that is positive content, shall we say? Um, you know, some of the stuff is just like, you know, Oh, like the Z fam or whatever the hell it is. You know, she's just an annoying twat, but at least I can cope with it. I can tune it out. Um, and then you've got that lass who's on America Got Talent and shoots things whilst upside down with her toes or something. Um, and my daughter seems to watch a lot of her videos. You know, I can at least cope with some of that kind of stuff, but not for hours on end. It's just, uh, my, my, I could feel my brain dribbling out my ear. <laughs> um yeah i mean I've, I've not even i've not even really been playing any divinity or anything like that i've just not i've not had a lot of gaming time uh because it's all been doing stuff with family basically oh of course it's half term isn't it yeah ah that would explain that so um i guess we'll move on from um uh, the parenting woes to uh alec how have you been no, i've been good so i'm checking all the great musical suggestions in chat <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> um, what have I been up to? Oh, yeah, I went to, uh, we drove into uh, London on Saturday and went to the Sky Garden, which is um, fantastic. It's um, So the Sky Garden is the kind of top floor of, it's rather unimaginatively called 20 Fenchurch Street, but it's, it's the thing that some people call the walkie-talkie building. So it's across the Thames oh, yeah. from, the, um, from the Shard. So it has so the sky gardens on top and it has a fantastic view 
um, including looking across to the Shard. But it's also like a, a giant sort of greenhouse. So it's um, sort of tropical greenhouse. So it's full of banana trees and things. And um, it's it's beautiful. They've done it. Re- I love the places. You know the views and the, the the great staff. And there's a restaurant up there. We it was quite expensive, but we I booked um I booked a meal for us. So we went and sat in this restaurant um on right on the top of the walkie-talkie building and had a fantastic, if rather expensive meal. And then. We've just spent ages just um, looking across the Thames and out to the um, like St Paul's one way. And oh, who says Sky Garden's great? Paul Archer Paul says Archer. he works downstairs. In the Sky Garden, really nice staff. I tell you what, actually, I was really impressed yeah. with um, the staff. I've been to um, I've been to a few places like this, and and typically they seem to. Um, they can't wait to get you out, you know, sort of get you in, get your money, flog you a stupidly expensive glass of Prosecco and then get you out again. And um, the staff were lovely. They were all really friendly and they really looked after us. And um, I, I, there was a really nice touch where there's loads of tables and places to sit. Um, and they all have little signs on saying, you do not have to buy food or drink to sit here. And I just thought, gosh, that's that's nice. You don't see that very often. You normally see the opposite. Anyway, yeah, good good day out. Um, in game, I oh, I got back from my exobiology trip, so my one point five KLY random direction, lots of first discovered exobiology. I made uh, about one point seven five billion, so not bad for a week's work. Not, not bad, bad at all. all. Yeah, um, I might I might go out and do it again because I'm now I'm now sitting on five point five billion. Um, which isn't comfortable for buying a fleet carrier, but um, one more trip and it would be, I think. Yeah, it's so, about seven, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is really, isn't it? So I might um, I might go and do it again. It was good. Um, oh, yes, and I came back. The reason I came rushing back is because we'll cover it in community news as well, but there is uh, another Elite Races live racing event. It's coming Saturday. It's SRV Racing which, um, as you all know, I absolutely adore, and I have been practicing all week. In fact, I've probably over-practiced. I'm a bit, I'm, I, I really ought to go and do something else because um, I'm going to burn out and then be rubbish on the day. Um, but um, yeah, more, more on that in community news. Right. Excellent. Well, okay, then let's have a quick chat about what I've done this week. Um, came off a bike again. Yay. Um, thankfully, this time. Yeah, there was a. that. Stop it. Yeah, there was a big pothole in the middle of the road, which was a covered in a big puddle. I didn't see that, hit that, back end of the bike went over the front, uh, only this time I landed on lovely squishy mud, <laughs> which meant that uh, that my arms are fine. Unfortunately, I've now got a bruise the size of a, a watermelon on my leg, so <laughs> or it feels like it anyway. Um, and it was so bad this morning, the missus told me to actually take a painkiller because I was whinging too much. So, uh, yes, so... Um, I'm working from home. At so the she moment. wasn't actually, she wasn't actually like, oh, you, you know, you're in real pain. You should take a painkiller. I was like, will you shut the fuck up and stop moaning? I yeah, mean... effectively. Yeah. 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 You know. Uh, so that that's what happened to me in real life. Um, uh, but in Elite Dangerous, 
world, um, I have now really got into the on-foot missions thanks to the small ships. I've got an A-rated, um, the, the Orange Sidewinder is now A-rated, enhanced, engineered, uh, and same with the, my Eagle, and I've been flying around um, doing various missions around Diso and Lave, and thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, mostly because the, the ships are just so much more fun to fly, even though they fall apart after about a couple of shots. Uh, even so much so on Saturday night, um, I ended up having a drunk stream. I didn't. It wasn't meant to be a drunk stream. It just kind of happened. <laughs> so so bad so that Beetlejuice apparently clipped some some of my dialogue, which I'm absolutely dreading to hear back. It's one of those things where you you know you you look at the the, the Twitch video and go, I should delete that. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that, that's been me. <laughs> so, um, oh, I have been playing another game, mostly inspired by somebody else doing something, haven't they? Playing another game? Yeah. Well, playing another yeah. game. What, what game is that, Colin? I had to reinstall Mass Effect. Is that new? I've never heard of it before. Tell me more about this game. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're unleashing the Claire on the Mass like, Effect. Up, motherfuckers, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I finished Mass Effect yesterday. So, um, with the best one in the world, it's still a little bit raw. Um, that is beyond a shadow of a doubt the greatest game that I've ever played. Um, it will remain the greatest game that I've ever played, probably until something else incredible comes out. But it might be. All right, so I'm in flux, like constantly talking about Baldur's Gate and. Um, Mass Effect, and which is the greatest game I've ever played. It's both of them, because they're both incredible and amazing games. But currently, Mass Effect has my entire heart. Um, I've already started playing another playthrough. Um, it is... <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really good game. <laughs> yes. It's a really good game. It deserves the... Um, I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I've I've learned to embrace like story games and narrative base and branching storylines and and um NPCs and all of that. And that is thanks to um Cyberpunk, to Deliver Us Mars, and to um Baldur's Gate. If it wasn't for those three games, I wouldn't have played Mass Mass Effect. And um my life would not be would be less rich for it. Um, I cannot wait to play the game again because I realised that there's so much stuff that I missed. Um, I've been fucking devouring all of the fic that I can find about it just to get more information and lore. I feel like I've just like been taking, reading the wiki and reading all of this stuff and taking in the full Mass Effect um, universe lore just by osmosis through these That's things. Clear. And uh, huh? You do know that there are some official novels, don't you? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna get them. <laughs> don't, don't you fucking Just worry, Ben. <laughs> don't you worry. Um, I'm. Uh, it's. They're free and audible as well. Are they? Are they mm -hmm. fully voice? Are they like voice acted, or is it just one person reading them? I think it's just one person reading them. I've got, I've got them on my library, but I haven't had a chance to read them yet. I might, I, I might, I might pick them up. Um, it's it's just a beautiful. Um, it's just a beautiful universe. Um, to um, get involved in. I made a joke. I made a joke earlier, like, oh, you think you know Mass Effect? Okay, name every Turian. And then I started listing them, and I was like, e yeah, no, maybe, maybe maybe this is a bad point, because I can. I can list a lot of Turians, so I'm not going to lie. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, feel, um, I feel kind of hollow. I feel like I'm going through grief, having finished it. 
um, which is a really weird feeling. I felt the same when I finished Mass Effect, um, when I finished Baldur's Gate um, and Deliverers Mars. Um, and not so much Cyberpunk. I just thought Cyberpunk was brilliant. Um, I thought that game, that game was fantastic. Um, I don't know what we're going to move on to next um, because I've got Joy Duty next week. So it, I, I've got plenty of time to decide on what I'm going to be what I'm going to be doing next. But it is um, it, the, the, the very much in the same milk as my life before Baldur's Gate and my life after Baldur's Gate. I feel like changed as far as like which of my creative synapses are firing. I feel exactly the same with Mass Effect. I feel like the it's it's inspired different things and it's made me fall back in love with space again more than anything else so it's me like i jumped into no man's sky today because they've got the new ex expedition going on and it's just like oh this is nice this is really nice being back in space and being back in that that world again um and be, being back with back in a universe where i can see stars and those kind of things um i'm back in love with in love with space and space games and i i, I couldn't be more grateful out of out of different games that i've been playing i've been playing elite as well elite's been fun it's been there and i've been flying about in a spaceship because he doesn't um out of game not much i got a new do got a new haircut today if my my head feels like infinitely lighter um because it's my first haircut in like a year because my hairdresser um broke his arm in like four places and it's kind of important that you need to use your arm um to do hair and he's only just got back he broke it literally just as, as i was supposed to be having an appointment so i had to wait an extra four months four months for him to recover and be able to use use um uh both of his arms for haircutting so yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling good and rested and emotional it's great. Excellent. Um, I must admit, I have been thoroughly enjoying the, the streams. Um, They're all going up on YouTube. It'll probably be fucking August by the time. No, <laughs> it'll be April by the time I finish. And I think probably around that point, I'm, I'll dip into Andromeda and see what that's like. I feel like that's a good enough time to have left it before yes. going back into, an, into another universe. I definitely want to play Andromeda. I've heard like some things aren't... It's not as good as far as like story is concerned, but I don't care because it's still in that universe. Um, we're still with within like the Mass Effect sphere, and um, we spent like a good couple of um, I felt like a good hour looking at the posters, looking at all of the previews for um, the um, the new Mass Effect stuff that's coming out. So I'm really excited, <laughs> really excited to see. Um, to see more stuff. My husband's just sent me something saying, I assume you've watched this. I'm going to assume, yeah, of course, I've, of course I've seen that, you melon. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, really I always... Good. I'm really good about stories right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if everyone remembers Paige, the old uh, community manager. Um, she, um, uh, I, this was before I got into Mass Effect. Um, she was uh, such a Mass Effect fan. She's got tattoos of all the mm -hmm. characters all the way around her arms. They're really, really well done tattoos her, as well. Her, um, her frontier commander was Commander, commander Normandy for that very reason. Ah, uh, that would explain no, that. Not that I've been speaking to her today or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's Game Blast this weekend. Oh, of course it is. Yes. Well probably talk about that a bit yep, later yep right okay so that's everybody caught up and everyone is is 
I guess, space game enthusiast. Um, as far as development news this week, the devs haven't said anything, so we are assuming that uh, a week yesterday, and we're still on course for update 18. So, no news is good news. Fingers crossed. Um, so, at this moment in time, I will hand over to uh, our community expert, that's Commander Alec Turner. Hello, I'm going to hand this straight back because I don't, I haven't seen this first one. It's a big announcement from the team at HCS, and I have seen that there's a big announcement from the team at HCS, yes. but I haven't got a clue what it is. Right, okay, well, in this case, um, this is, well, 10 years ago, they started doing the voice packs. Voice Attack had come out, and they found a way to actually uh, create artificial uh, voice packs and then they got in touch with Norman Lovett to do a, a kind of comedy voice pack as well and both of them sell, sold really well so it's now been 10 years of HCS voice, pack, voice packs and their big announcement is that the original uh, voice pack AI Astra is getting an upgrade to Astra 2.0 uh, it's going to be a lot of uh, new features uh, and there was a, a lovely sort of five-minute video. And, yeah, it's really nice to hear this. Uh, it's uh, normally voice pack, the uh, HCS voice packs are very good. I always, I've got about seven or eight of them, actually. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, um, at least one of the voice, uh, two of the voice actors have passed since they have uh, they started doing them. So those voice packs don't get updates anymore. But um, yeah, the, there'll be a new Astra 2.0 coming soon. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, funny, that's, I, that's what that is. Yeah, interesting. I, I do, I have like one or something, but and maybe even the original Astra, but I, I sort of didn't use it because I don't use a microphone and don't sort of, I, I guess they still add value without that, but because I don't talk to the game, I um, I don't know. I never really got into them. Where, where, where they work the most, and, you know, this this is just um, a typical uh, uber nerd game stuff, is when you've got a VR headset and you can't see where the keys are. And if you've got the voice packs running in the background, then it's an absolute godsend for some of the yeah, more nice. obscure controls that you don't have. And to tell you the truth, um, when you are out exploring and you are by yourself, uh, and it, it can get lonely, it is quite nice that you've got um, what is effectively an artificial voice in your head, especially when they are um, familiar from the world of sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear nothing but great things about HS voice packs. So, um, cool. Uh, the next one I didn't put in either, but I was going to, so I'm happy to Yeah, talk I was going to put it in as well. I don't know who put it in. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Protocops, whose praises we sing every single time he releases a new video, has released a new video. It's it's stunning. Again, it's... um. It's called a memory reboot, and there's some. I always love his descriptions of his videos. It's well worth if you follow the link, going to the mm. video and actually reading the description, because he puts loads in about the things he's worked on and the things he's tried to do, and um, you know what the storyline is or what he's been inspired by, um, and it sort of reveals new things. Oh, there's so many great clips in this. There's some really cool. Um, you know, some people make uh, stop motion videos and, and that's kind of the feature of their video they'll do a five minute 
stop motion of something. He's just sort of casually thrown in these bits of stop motion that you could almost miss unless mm-hmm. you paid attention. And there's some great sweeps. Have you noticed this? Just a bit so good. Of, His editing yeah, yeah. is sublime. Like, yeah, I wish I had, incredible. like, all I do is cross dissolve and that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's out there, yeah, he's yeah. cracking out After Effects and doing all of these amazing styles. It, it's, it's, it's so good. So yeah, it's great. There's this one moment, I think it's quite early early on, that there is a, a ship that comes really close to the screen and it passes across the front of the screen. Yes, and diagonally, it, and it carries a sweep with it, it. And it carries a sweep with it. So it, fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And it's also got this really cool kind of, it, it's it, it's like um, a flashback of the old commander watching back his sort of home videos, yeah. I suppose. So it starts with this brilliant sort of VHS quality stuff that oh, it's great love it. great can't get enough of the uh protocols videos yeah I, I love i love the transitions and that i'm there looking at my i'm desperately looking through my my transition library going have i got something like that but no. yeah i can tell you for a it's, fact that windows movie make the free windows movie maker don't have nothing like that it's i think it's uh, i would say that's either blender or after effect or after effects that he's using to get those things that would be my guess right i think it's so good okay i think i saw him mention after effects in the description so i guess yeah i i I feel like it might be um just like knowing what after effects is capable of it's probably after effects easily it's good stuff i i I don't know what his employment status is but i would just slap one of those videos down and go (laughs) as your cv and go yeah man like every single one that he puts and like the the amount of the amount of content that he's putting out because these are a lot of work it's a lot of work to get you can tell how much work it is to get something like that done um it it, it's well there's um, at least five or six stop motion sequences where the sky just suddenly starts moving at like 10 times speed that's a lot of video right there Mm -hmm. um yeah, good stuff. Hang on, I'm going to take a swig of beer. That's very unprofessional, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Next on the list is a... Um, oh, um, Bituri is back. It seems to be making guides one a week, which is very convenient because it means I can put them in community news one a week. Uh, this week, Bituri is looking at passenger missions. Um, a seven-minute guide to the best ships and what kind of passenger missions to do, the bulk passengers and the tourist beacons and just sort of waxing lyrical about how passenger missions are a nice way into exploration and and there's always good little bits of um lore and stuff not lore exactly but you know sort of description and so quite a simple one i think passenger missions but it's it's a, another great video loving his guide series uh, next oh yes a fantastic talking of exploration a fantastic blog from uh commander homburger who um so he he has his rush fleet um blog and he i don't know how regularly he does blogs but one every month or so and this one is called the next level of exploration and it's a really interesting take because he describes how um when he first did air quotes exploration what he considered exploration it was about getting a ship with long jump range and picking a target a long way away like sagittarius a star somewhere and going there and seeing that thing and then coming back and obviously you know scanning stuff on the way um and how the return journey was a bit boring because he you know got to where he wanted to go and how everywhere he went was already discovered because it's a a beeline to something that's um well known and then he just goes on to describe how his exploration sort of process i suppose has evolved over time and it's fascinating because i haven't 
explored nearly as much, and he can still considers himself something of an amateur. But, you know, moving away from the target-based thing to a more exobiology-focused approach, and then using tools like um, Elite Observatory to highlight systems that have something interesting in them, uh, and right down to paying attention to the system name and how certain, I confess I didn't even know this, but how certain letters in the system name denote the mass of the system. So a higher letter can be a more interesting system because it will have protostars in it. Or Yeah, it's a really good read. Yeah. I must admit, I, I started reading through Commander Homburg's um, uh, blog post the other week, uh, well, the other, the, the other day, rather. And, yeah, I mean, there's me. I've been out exploring with my alt account for, what, three years now? Didn't know half of it. No. It's just, yeah, it's a well, it, it's, it's, I like the way that he's done it. He's, he's done it so that it's a kind of, these are just suggestions which might enhance your play. He doesn't turn around and say, this is how you should do it. He says, no, these are suggestions that uh, I found helpful. You might have found them helpful too, which I think is just about the right tone for that kind of thing. Yeah, no, the tone's great and it's fascinating stuff. And there's some um, beautiful pictures on there as well on, yes. that, on that blog. Really yes. gorgeous pictures. Yeah, he always illustrates stuff. It's Yeah, he's been to some incredible places, actually. I saw he won a screenshot of the, one of the um, stellar screenshots, mm. I think, last week with one of his pictures. Yeah. Um, the next thing I just threw in there, because it is fascinating, but you often see um, forum posts or things popping up talking about the details in this game and the level of detail and the things we missed. And this was a new one on me. Um, so Rini and Burr posted a short video clip on Twitter showing caustic damage being burnt off visibly. And yeah, literally... So Burr's, I think it's a chieftain, and it's got the sort of big red, green, uh, the big green glowy caustic splashes all over it. And literally, as it slowly goes past the camera, you can see that green fade, and then it stops glowing, and then it slowly turns to black. It's, you know, Frontier don't have to do stuff like this, because we never notice it. And then when you do, you think that's, that's incredible. I had no idea that caustic damage literally visibly dissipates mm. over time. It's great. Uh, right, a couple of reminders um, of things we have mentioned before, but um, we tend to forget. Uh, there's a reminder that the um, Oraxis Animus in the Elite Events um, Discord group is doing a video contest. He's offering um, arcs and or money equivalent if he can't arrange that prizes. So it's, you know, post, um, make a short video <clears throat> uh, and submit it and they will be judged. Um, so you, we'll include a link in the show notes, but there's, um, it's in the elite events discord and there's a, a channel in there called hashtag video contest. Um, so post your selections there. And I know for a fact that at least one, <clears throat> one of the videos we just mentioned is going to be, um, in there. So you have some stiff competition. <laughs> and last we have last week, I said last, but least when I mentioned this, which is a terrible thing to say. Um, Last and definitely not least, we have the Elite Races. Their next Winter Olympics event is this coming Saturday. Um, it's going to be between 1800 and 2100 UTC. And it's going to be in open at Cayley Barracks in the 4 Eridani system. And we are going to do some SRV racing. We have two races. There's a SRV cross course, which sort of is a nice little loop around some of the ring roads and back alleys inside the city. I think we're going to do a few laps of that 
and then there's an SRV rally course which starts from a hilltop about 15 kilometers out from the city I think and then you have to cut across this big ice field and then jump back up to the city at the end and go in through the entrance gate and then do a big loop around the ring road uh, that's what I've been practicing for all week and it's going to be an absolute hoot and the more the merrier very absolutely we have the, I think the last event there was about eight or nine people but um, we could easily accommodate more so anyone that fancies that um, go to the show notes and come and join the Elite Races Discord and we will um, they're a very friendly group and you know Tobias has been great organizing these and is very keen to help people and do sort of you know walk them around the course if they're not sure and introduce them to um you know using voice on discord and all that stuff if people are unfamiliar with it so if you're if you're new to all this sort of live events but you it appeals then then do jump in because um we'll help you have a great evening i think and that is this week's community news oh <laughs> Cool, absolutely. I'm sure at some point um, Colin will actually want to join the speaking section and, and continue on with um, with the show. I see. Um, I've talked Colin to death. I didn't you, have, you have, you have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you'd like to, if you have a community event that is taking place soon and would like us to chat about it across the airwaves, you can tweet the crew at Live Radio or email info at com. Wonderful. <laughs> So, uh, just quickly, we'll touch on the in-game events of what's been happening in the galaxy this week. Well, there's only been one thing, and that's on Thursday, the 15th of January, a uh, CG uh, was started for the Guardian Nanite Torpedoes uh, to enter production. Uh, there were two CGs, one to protect the deliveries for, from, pilot, uh, from pirates. Uh, that finished on Sunday morning at 2 a.m., <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that one went very quickly. Uh, and at the moment, the second CG, as Ben is discovering, um, they are delivering components. It's still going, but let's just say the the actual components are very thin on the ground for people I think, to I, collect. I think then the most of them are at Rackham's Peak, I think, at one point. I think that's right. You could get the one of the only places you could get one of them was on Rackham's Peak, or it was really, like real, sli- real slim pickings. The other thing that I thought was really funny with this, because um, we had last week, we had that thing where it wasn't a it wasn't a PFED alert, but it was um, a um, a um, there was the, the notification. I'm um, talking about why, effectively, why. PowerPlay 2.0's been delayed again. That that one, um, that that um, Galnet Galnet um article. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, the, the... Yeah, and um, there were there were a lot of people in my chat on Thursday going, "Oh well, I've stocked up on medical supplies. I've got my fleet carriers full of medical supplies ready to go." And I was like, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be. And this is this is um this is why it's a, it's sometimes a problem to. Um, to do all like, that pre-prepare. Oh, I'm stocked up on medical supplies. I'm good to go as soon as that CD drops. And then it didn't, and it made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you filling up your fleet carrier with tons of advance and flattening <laughs> the market. Set it now, bitches. <laughs> I really like this Galnet article. It really goes into detail explaining mm. the mechanics of how you know unclassified relics work and and all the sort of nano stuff. It's it's great. It's it's really good detail. Mm, yes. And we finally have a name for the weapon, or we we know what uh, it's not going to be a limpet. It's going to be a torpedo. 
Yeah, it's, it's, funny. Watch, it's like Olympic, though. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about those uh, um, in the main discussion, I think. Uh, well, we don't have much in the way of store alerts either. Actually, I don't think there's been anything new in the store for the last uh, almost three months. So, yeah, I guess... I mean, not this year. No, not this year. So, um, we do have Twitch drops, which are happening even as we speak. Uh, so, yes, if you're watching live radio, you will get free uh uh, Twitch drops. So, uh, so there. Exciting that you've linked your Frontier account. Just as a caveat, if you haven't done that, you won't get them. Mm, that's true. But mind just, you, just, I have, I have linked mine. Just before, like someone's going to be like, oh well, you said that you I get them, Colin, and then you're a liar, and it's all on you. I'm just trying to protect you here, mate. That's all I'm. Oh, saying. Okay. that's fine. <laughs> I'll just point out I have linked my account, but for some reason, it's still not coming through. If that well, happens, contact support. Yeah, well, I wonder why I'm not part of the secret squirrel club and everybody else gets more exclusives than me. And I'm not going to cry. Anyway. <laughs> so what we'll do... <laughs> um, I think uh, we'll take a break for the moment uh, uh, and then we'll come back with our main discussion for the, we for the week. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. We all know what it's like. You're busy managing your settlement when suddenly the alarms go off. Oh no, not again. That's right. A commander with a Federation naval rank of Admiral, an Imperial King no less, has landed in a ship worth over 100 million credits and is killing all your staff while they look around for a 10 credit adhesive to glue an upgraded scope to their 100,000 credit assault rifle. They fly away with their super glue and you're left with a problem. How are you going to get your agricultural plant back up and running? How am I going to get my plant up and running? How are you going to find staff at short notice? How am I going to find staff at short notice? How are you going to deal with all those bodies? There's bodies everywhere. And they've stained the carpet. Wonder no longer. Call Ari's Crime Scene Cleanup Services. Hello, I'm Harry. Clary's mine. After a sudden increase in robberies and murders by commanders, since 3307, I've gained valuable expertise in cleaning up bodies, recruiting new staff and restocking stationary lockers. Now you can benefit from my experience by signing up to our Crime Scene Cleanup Service subscription plan. That's right. For only a small monthly fee, when your settlement alarms are activated, our rapid response cleanup crew will be dispatched, along with our patented Cadaver Scoop 150. The Cadaver Scoop 150 can be mounted to surface reconnaissance vehicles and skimmers to make tidying up your settlement a breeze. Wow, the bodies are gone. Our recruitment team has potential new employees on standby across the galaxy, ready to fill your vacant roles in security, logistics, administration, processing and more. My plan's operational again. Thanks, Aries Crime Scenes Cleanup Services. Aries Crime Scene Cleanup Services. We'll have your settlement as good as new before the next ship arrives. Cadaver Scoop 150 disposal bags sold separately. There's bargains, bargains, bargains at Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium haven't just been slicing carcasses, but also slicing their prices. All unspecified meat sausages now two for the price of one. A pack of assorted meat steaks now with 50% more meat at half the price. 
how about chops? A surprising meat chops now also 50% off. And introducing our massive meat hamper. It's a family of four. No, 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 that should say feeds a family of four, right? Stick to the script, Claire. It says it's a family of four. Okay, I'll stick to the script. Yeah, you do that. It's a family of four. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us next to the station mortuary. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. You'll wonder how our prices are so low. Space is vast, and pirates have needs just like anyone else. Introducing the Lonely Pirate Handbook, the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder? Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Frameship charge detected. Oh. Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates chat-up guide for free. I've got a very large hot point. Would you like to see my very large hot point? You're so hot. You're making my temperature critical. Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods. Come back to my place. I might let you touch my... A-rated anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you got fine written all over you. The Lonely Pirate's Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. Oh seven 7 Commanders and welcome in. I'm Commander Psychic and with me as always is Command... Oh no wait this is Slave Radio. <laughs> and welcome back. I'd forgotten we'd done that. <laughs> and there's oh, that's from the past. And there's there's something that just says disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit! <laughs> every single time, calling every Tuesday night, mate. Late radio disappointment. It's an official tagline, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the aftershave. Anyway, so the main discussion for this week. Um, well, what with the uh, uh, the Galnet news and the CG happening at the moment, um, they're also the um, they are providing us, or we will hopefully get at the moment, torpedoes to take down the Titans with. Um, now, I don't know about anybody else. But I must admit, when I read this, I thought, oh, <laughs> I was a little bit, okay, so we're going to be doing what I call a, a DSTR, which is a Death Star trench run. Um, but Just to clarify that none of the rest of us knew what you were referring to when you wrote DSTR. We all went, what? have you been drinking, Colin? And the answer to that was probably yes at the time. Well, certainly on Sunday night when I wrote that. Yes, definitely. But, um, so, I mean, these torpedoes that are being developed at the moment, they are, they use organic compounds from the Thargoid spire sites uh, to prevent the anti-Guardian fields affecting them. And they 
are supposed to um, affect the Titan's heat regulation system, which will cause them internal damage and maybe even total destruction. So, uh, is it just going to be a case where we're going to have everybody just loading up the, these torpedoes and just going straight through the caustic cloud and hitting hitting them with the broadside? What, do, what does everybody think? Or do you think do you think they've got something else up their sleeve? I'm really interested to know why, from you, Colin, why mm -hmm. you said, why you saw torpedoes and instantly went, we're going to be firing, up, firing that up the butthole. Uh, because, you know, proton torpedoes from Star Wars. Uh, as, soon as, as soon as someone mentions torpedoes, normally that's the first thing I think of is X-Wings flying down a trench and dropping torpedoes down. The there's Death Star's not, butthole, if you say really, it like. There's, there's not really a trench on a Titan, though, is there? there? I mean, there's divots and folds. I'm trying to make this sound as disgusting yeah, as possible. Would, wouldn't you like to fly down, fly down a Titan's crease? I mean, <laughs> at go. least let us buy a drink first. Um, what about... Um, we're gonna skim those creases. Being able, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, oh. I'm gonna say something real bad. What about, um, what about using the torpedoes to, um, crack open the main, the membrane, shall we say, oh. of the, um, of the, of the butthole, <laughs> or even, to... even the little side entrances, because you could definitely get like a medium ship or even a large ship down those little side entrances that the, um. That the Watsits come out of. It might be a new race. You mean to say um, we could penetrate the the Titan? I was going to say that we could break the break the seal before break penetrating them, them. Um, but I chose I chose not to, and it's on your head that I had to um, had to clarify. Um, oh dear! But, this, but this, that, that to me would be an interesting way to use a torpedo in that way. Like the torpedo breaks through the seal, and then it releases like a metric butt ton of nanites. And there's like a cloud of nanites that go out. So you're on about splitting the custard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, giving it a nice curdle, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're gonna see how many how many how many people can gross out with custard. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It'll be like um funhouse. All we're, all we're going to need is Pat Sharp telling us about it, and then we'll be there. That might be right. too young a reference for you guys. Chris Mockfall got it. Who's Pat Sharp? Oh, why, you old bastard. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, I know who Bloomin' Pat Sharp is. For goodness sake. Anyway, the... Uh, the only custard we like is pink custard. Yeah. I mean, I was just, th I hadn't, it hadn't even occurred to me that um, there might be other sub-targets we could we put into the Titan. I thought it would, it's a basically an assault on the heat vents. Yeah, I think it's an assault on the heat vents. And they're pretty exposed, aren't they? They're right there on top. So I, I like the trench idea, but there isn't really a trench to those heat vents, is there? They're just, they're just there on the surface. So, so the last time they added, when they added the, um, the human scoops, um, mm -hmm. which I really should turn in at some point, the 150 souls that I've got on my fleet carrier, never mind. Um, when, when they added those um, those human scoops, they they added a new target for us, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it, it, 
the reasonable assumption would be that there is going to be another new target that we're going to aim at, and it's not going to be the the heat vents. Except my only thing with the heat vents is that are they targetable? I feel like they show up as a thing that you can theoretically target, or or at least they show up in your contacts list in some way. I'm sure they. I'm I'm sure I haven't. I haven't been there for ages. So, Uh, but they they don't serve a purpose up till now, and it just feels like they're. You know, I mean. What they they the, the serve a uh, purpose? Oh, but they have the stuff on you, them, don't they? They have stuff around the inside mm-hmm. and outside of their. Yeah. Plus, also when the big um, blue pumpkin of death is is about to unleash, all the heat vents open. So yeah, uh, oh, you you a signal that uh, it's time to get to the asteroid belt quite sharpish. Okay, I didn't know that. That's Did you fly yeah. into the heat vent? Not really. uh, They're a bit too small, I would have thought. But Mm. they don't go anywhere. There's not a tunnel. I mean, you can sort of go down a bit, I guess. But Mm -hmm. but where where it's more likely for the... Hypothetically, where it would be more likely for there to be a tunnel to be would be where we're seeing other ships leaving. I don't think those... Trusted membranes. I feel like they're just solid walls. I don't think they're going to change. They're solid walls with a graphic effect to make them look. I don't know. I, what I was going to ask, actually, one question I wanted to ask is how we we have torpedoes already, don't we, in the game as as a, we a weapon option? How do yeah. they how do they differ from missiles? What's their what's their rate? Their behavior? Long distance, like? slow shits, and shit targeting. Yeah, okay. Um, torpedoes themselves, they're not the best weapon for ship to ship combat. They might be good uh, up against capital ships. For, you know, for, yeah. yeah, for for sub if you sub target the uh, the heat exchangers on capital ships and you've got a torpedo, one torpedo will do a lot of damage to it. But to tell you the truth, I haven't found a case where a torpedo is useful. It's like mines. I haven't found a use use for mines which are good. Yeah. What I was wondering is whether... Um, so, so the other thing we haven't touched on is that as well as these torpedoes, we're also going to need these new shields to protect the the Guardian weaponry. That's right, isn't it? I'm assuming they're going to be... Uh, not shields. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a new hull type, actually. But I guess um, we've yet to... The, the weapon says it's defended against it's not it's not it works even though it is guardian thing because of spire stolen tech or something like that oh okay i sort of assumed it's it was going to be a new hull, a new hull type as well but um... yeah um, that was galnet news digest they they said that they they thought that there was going to be some kind of new armor that we were going to get yeah there was a galnet uh, that, specifically yeah. about it it was ramtar's invention wasn't it um but have they now folded yeah. that into this and, and it's basically part of the torpedo? I was under the impression it's part of the torpedo, but I could be Okay, wrong. that's interesting. It hadn't occurred to me. I assume um, we were going to fit a new hmm, a new hull type to protect these while they were on the ship. And then I'm sure I read something about it. Yeah, it says here, the torpedo is armoured using organic compounds from Thargoid spire sites. Okay. Okay. It's uh, all in I this, would love... All in this one package. Um, yeah, I, I would love um, biological whole plating or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> what I was leading up to was maybe when we approach the Titan with this thing, um, maybe 
they're aware of that fact. And maybe there are so many like protective forces unleashed that our only option is to target the um, heat vents from a distance, fire torpedoes, and get the hell out of there. Maybe I'm just wondering why torpedoes. You know, if they're if they're good at sort of um, launching from a distance, and then I'm thinking, well, why do we need to launch it from a distance? Maybe there is so much aggro in close proximity to the Titan. If we turn up with one of these things, that our op- our only option is to target and run. What do you think? Mm. I, I am getting kind of uh, visions of the of the last Jedi, where you've got all these huge bombers trying to make a bomb run and just getting ripped ripped to pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Third for but, flying very slowly in a straight line, isn't it? Just on just on that the article and the stuff about the the shield and the armor thing. Um, mm-hmm. On the eighth of February, um, there was a pilot and P Fed alert. You know, good stuff. Yep. Um, Professor Ishmael Palin requested samples of salt, coal sap, impure spy minerals, and semi-refined spire minerals, which were um, delivered to the Ark system. These will be used to um, produce an armoured layer to protect the weapon against the Maelstrom's anti-guardian zones. That's uh-huh. something that I see. So it is, it's an armoured layer on the weapon I rather see. than armour. Mm. And of course, because um, we didn't know when that gunnet came out that we were getting a torpedo, I guess some... Then it could, it could certainly it be interpreted, was, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, like, um, without the benefit of hindsight, it certainly looks like, oh, we're going to be getting some armour for it as well. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, this is, that's cool, because it means we can use it not just for attacking the Titan, but if people want to take their Guardian weapons into um, Spire sites, for example, they'll be able to again. But, okay. that Okay, it's all packaged up in the torpedo. Looks like it, that's yeah. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, and I mean... Am I the? I'm. I'm hoping that it, there's going to be more to this than just um, or line up and just hammer torpedoes into these things into the Titans. Um, yeah. I, to me, it, that that feels a little anticlimactic, and I'm. I'm hoping I'm. I'm still want a little bit. There's a little bit more to it. Um, ben. I'm. I'm- I'm definitely with you there, and I know that you 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 read torpedo and you jumped straight to to trench run. Mm-hmm. But you know what I would actually love is more Return of the Jedi kind of era thing, and we have to you know we need to take eagles and small nimble ships in to the superstructure of the Titan. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I love would, if I would love that. If it, you know, something you got to take a small light fighter in and actually fly and fly well, and not just show up in your imperial in your federal corvette and go boom, take that it, motherfucker, and you know fly off again. It's well, there's a problem with that. Over Titan in a corvette, anyway. I yeah, think it's, the, cool. it's just arduous. I think is a better word for it. Yeah, I, I don't. If the small ships would survive the caustic cloud. Well, this is you, but this is where Alex dreaming uh, armor would come in. You know, you get the you get the biological armor, and that negates your vulnerability to the to the cloud. Mm. And okay. it would be a, it would be a good way to level the playing field. Then, yeah. I mean, you don't need a massive ship. I, you, you know, chieftains and things are great for getting into the Titan. Mm. And there was a guy who got, a, I think it was an eagle. It was something ludicrous. I mean, it was ridiculous because he had no other modules. And 
but um, it was, was at least theoretically possible to get something like an eagle to the Titan. Not just, that it could yeah. do anything when it was there. I just think it would be so much fun to you know, go, get, go, get a light ship, go to the fleet carriers, get, say, the right armor, which you can buy for credits, the right um, torpedoes, which, again, you buy for credits, and then fly into the Titan and shoot off a couple of torpedoes, fly into the superstructure, do all that kind of stuff. You know, and, and, you know almost like um, like descent or something like that, Colin. You know, and then you, yeah. get to, you get to the heart of the thing, shoot, shoot your torpedo off, destroy a heat vein, fly the hell out before your ship... You know, maybe as soon as you fire it off and it hits, the interior of the Titan starts cooking. You know, yeah. Then you've got to race out. And uh, yeah, that could be. I think that'd be an amazing gameplay. Yeah, that'd be. I think that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think it would. But um, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I, I guess I was. I've, you see, this thing is. I, I was blown away by the the gameplay of the spires. The fact mm-hmm. that it had the whole um, sphere of combat, as they as they like to say, and I was hoping that this one would also involve the same kind of thing. Agreed. Um, uh, but. As soon as they sort of said mission, uh, sort of missiles and not breaching pods, I just went, "Oh, okay." I, I, I will admit the sort of the spire site set a, a level of expectation yeah. with me, which um, the thing I'm, is, though, the spires are yeah. on the ground, so SRVs and on foot make sense. But this is a spaceship, and we don't have EVA, so it was it was never going to be, be a great way to be SRV or on foot gameplay to get rid of the spires. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you, maybe. If you could land on the Titan and then run off, maybe. Yeah, no. No, that's, I don't think that was ever going to happen. But I am intrigued. I wouldn't say I don't think that was ever going to happen. Uh, and the only reason I say this is based on Tom's tweet when he left. Mm-hmm. About how proud he was about it and how, yeah. how it was like um, some of the most ambitious stuff that they'd done in Elite. Um, yeah, coolest. It, the coolest stuff. Sorry, um, I feel like I feel like knowing Tom that that it is special, whatever it is. I don't think, um, and we've yeah. seen through a lot of the a lot of the Thargoid um, the combat, especially the like most of the most of the stuff. It is like a multifaceted combat. It's not just like oh, shoot the weapon at one particular place and you can kill it. You know, it's more like yeah, you're right. we have Shoot, to take shooting a torpedo at a heat and all isn't, of that. isn't the coolest thing they've ever yeah, done. Yeah, exactly, long, exactly. So mm. it's um, I, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah. gosh, I, I'm back. You can tell I'm back, like in space games again. Holy shit, I haven't said that about Frontier <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna give them. Um, I think I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and um, be kind of ex- uh, uh, still excited. Um, I have moderate expectations. Let's not go mental here and expect EVAs every um, yeah. every five seconds and stuff. But um, I don't. I'm not um, averse to the idea of being able to fly in, break that seal, fly in through the membrane, park, and get out. I'm not averse to that at all. No, no, because I must admit that was that was the kind of thing that I was hoping for. Because um, the the one thing that we haven't seen so far in the entire Thargoid conflict, and everybody has been expecting it, has been on foot combat with Thargoids, and 
Yeah, I mean, everybody, it, if it, if they say missiles, it kind of says, well, you're not going to actually face the Thargoids, you'll just be facing their drones. And, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it, it just felt a little... Well, admittedly, it means that we can discount the, the zombie issue that uh, a lot of people were, were, were talking about. Although but, that, um, there's another side to that, of course. I mean, that 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 storyline is yet to pay off. Maybe, maybe the thing that Tom was talking about isn't um, the Titan destruction at all. Maybe it is what's going to happen to these um, rescued people that the Alliance has set free. Yeah. Possibly, yeah, true. You never know. Uh, the destruction or the driving off of a Titan might trigger something else. Yeah. And just to sort of finish the last little bit on the Titan, how do we... Personally, I'm sort of thinking that it's it's kind of as discussed um, on a show a few weeks back, where we'll we'll do some kind of incremental damage to the Titan, which will reach a level because they have, they are they are talking about destruction now, um, but I I can't see that destruction playing out any other way than via a cutscene when you log in because you know how can it happen in game to the whole elite community. Do you know what I mean? We talked about this. It's, it's, I don't yeah. see how it, I don't see how you can actually see it blow up in game. Cause there's only eight of them and that would just be a bit daft. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, uh, the only way I see this working, right. Is, um, we do enough damage to the Titans that, uh, over a, a week period, it's, it's just like an un, unknown CG really. Yeah. You've got to do a certain amount of damage towards uh, during a week towards the Titan, and at the end of that week, at, at the usual Thursday takeover, then if enough damage has been done, everybody gets a cutscene where it shows one Titan being destroyed. Yeah, that's kind of what I imagined. Because I, I don't, I mean, as much as I, I I would love to be the the pilot in the Eagle that fires off that one last torpedo that overloads it and just watching the whole thing melt and it just blow into into little little thuggity blobs of glue that um or goo rather not glue although it could be probably turned into glue yeah. <laughs> but. Um, I don't see that being fair to the rest of the people who missed out on it. What happens if it blows up and you weren't recording or putting it out on Twitch, then... Ooh. Yeah. I do like a Kayam suggestion in chat. I mean, that's that's the dream, isn't it? But I, I can't imagine... Well, I would be blown away by that if the Titans get knocked out of orbit and crash on the surface of the planets and then we can do an on-foot infiltration of the crashed Titan. That would be That would be incredible. The only problem is it is they're they're um, orbiting uh, worlds we can't land worlds, on. Certainly. Yeah, can't land on ammonia worlds at the moment, unfortunately. Unless, unless you have a Python Mark II. Aha! Because <laughs> <laughs> the wings and things. So the, ah, there yeah. you have it. And of course, you can only get that if you're allied with the alliance. It's all starting to make sense. <laughs> As Gronk would say, it's all coming together. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> got no idea what that I'm sorry. You're right there. I got excited about something. Don't mind me. I mean, I think the, the description tells us what's going to happen. You know, as 
strategy our strategists believe these weapons could affect the Titan's heat system. So, you know, we're gonna fire off enough of these things and then yeah, I, I think you're you're both right that it's not gonna on the Thursday, if we've done above X damage or something like that, and that can obviously be a slider that frontier control. Mm-hmm. Um, if if more than X damage is done using torpedoes, then we get a nice little cutscene or something like that using the new in-game cutscene technology that was recently introduced. Yeah. Well, the one thing that I do think for sure is I don't think they're going to make it as easy as, as some of the people over at AX, I think. Um, it's going to be, what, four months from here to um, maybe the next piece of content, four to five months even, depending on how, how things go. So they might be they might make it more difficult with, yes. when there's less Titans about. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like update eighteen drops. If 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 all eight Titans were finished off within a fortnight, then it'd be a long a long period from then till Power Play Two, wouldn't it? Yeah. So yeah, they might. It's, it's kind of unfortunate. Um, it, I, I think that the hubris might be their biggest downfall at this point, um, which would be good. I mean, I mean, not necessarily good, but I, I, I feel like they are a little bit overconfident with it. Well, who? AXI, I've, I've, you mean? Yeah, I've seen a couple of people be really, really confident, and I'm just like, mm, pride comes before a fall, my friend. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, um, they're hyping up these torpedoes uh, in the news and things like that. Who's to say they're actually going to work? Yeah, well, we've got really good... We've got really good previous, haven't we? Like um, a big weapon to attack the Thargoids and make them go away. That's always gone swimmingly. Yes. Um, it's never failed. This never ended up being like some bloke just crash landed on a planet, um, crying his eyes out um, about his son. That never happened. There wasn't like a whole series of bases where terrible things happen. Or there wasn't there wasn't some guy who was like, "This is I am your salvation." He's All that kind of stuff. He's nanites, a guardian in nature, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes. If, I was just thinking, what if every single nanite is 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 a salvation, and we're just going to unleash billions of Hello. mini salvations? Hello, I'm your oh, salvation. God. Have you seen SG One? No. Is that something from SG One? Is it? No, not no, but you've got you know those the replicators from from SG One. Oh yes, no, and, yeah, you know, and you know, von Neumann, yeah, von Neumann machines are a serious way to fuck over a galaxy. The great goose. This is what you're, yeah. I don't yeah. know if this is what you're alluding to, but there's um, a brilliant book by Neil Stevenson called uh, The Diamond Age. Oh, I and love the, Diamond Age. That's a great. Right. Book, yeah. So in the Diamond Age, ev- uh, nanites are a, yeah the nuts and things. They're kind of the main deal. So everyone has this feed into their house. And if you want mm. to order, like today, you might order a telephone and Amazon would deliver it. It just comes down the feed and it sort of assembles itself in front of your eyes because nanites are just ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Um, and they have things like um, there'll be wars between, you know, rival companies, nanites, and suddenly just clouds will form in the air over the city and as one bunch of nanites destroys the other bunch of nanites. And if you want to assassinate somebody, it's it's trivial because, you know, a nanite with basically spinning blades just goes up their nose and then eviscerates them from within. So the idea of um, salvation sort of being everywhere as a cloud of 
invisible nanites yeah. is terrifying. Yeah, although, I mean, unless they, they've, their AI levels would be quite low if they're on the or sub, well, if they're on like nanometer scale kind of things. Yeah, so, but, but yeah, like, okay. like the uh, like the Geth, the more of them they're about, uh, well, that's the, what the, I was, the more intelligent yeah, they that's become. That's what I was thinking. If we could turn it into the Geth, so you've got a cloud of them, and that's yeah, they all network what these, together. What are these things that you're talking about? <laughs> What we need is a um a we need ones on the other side as well. We need like that kind of thing. Like mm. good good geth guardians. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need a good one who can uh but but then like ah you know the the ability to have like a good one that you could talk to and then that also becomes a superpower, power play two point oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Oh, um, maybe maybe the Thargod or something. You're tied into that lot. So, are you thinking that Power Play 2.0 will have basically the Federation, the Alliance, the Empire, Salvation, and the Guardians, and the Thargoid, (laughs) and and the Thargoid? What about powers? What about Salvation? Guardian Thargoid, like Salvation is a different section of the. God, no, I'm 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 putting like two different races on an alien, two different sects of an alien race, and suggesting that there are two different races within the alien race, and we know that that's not the case. Yeah, well, we've also got um, <laughs> Senjin or whatever her name is. So Jeanne. Yeah, her. Um, she is. She's a bit MIA at the moment. Yeah, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, she 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 went. Um... To 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 see what the the oh utopia utopia project okay. yeah, she yeah. went to to experience the utopia um, uh, AI virtual reality thing and came away very quiet and yeah thoughtful and then we've not heard from her since no huh. she's writing her dissertation <laughs> something like that yeah so she we, used her uh, network into to the to the nanites. Mm. I wonder if she'd feel it if a Titan was lost. Probably, she'd probably understand it more than anybody else. I'd imagine the song would change, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like a thousand voices cried out and were suddenly extinguished. Exactly. (laughs) I think it's more than a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Love this. Thargoid, Salvation, Alliance, Federation, Empire and Count Binface. Who's Count Binface? Count, Binfa- Count Binface is um, one of those spoof people who stands for election against um, in- oh, prominent yeah. figures. Gotcha. Count Binface was one of those. Uh, so, um, well, I guess we'll have a, an inkling as of Monday next week uh, of how this is all going to play out. So, um, Are we still yeah. confident it's going to be Monday next week? Actually, yes, I, I'm going to be optimistic. I am. And so far, how many times in the last three or four updates have they been late? I think it's been once. Mm. Uh, the, 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 release, the, the releases that they've been doing, for, I think for all of the Thargoid War, really have been um, really good. There's been a couple of bugs, especially uh, the one that got me, I think it just got me yesterday, actually, was the, uh, the security forces opening fire on me for, some, for no reason. Um, that's still... Yeah. What? The Federation, by any chance? 
Um, actually, no, they were Alliance. Uh, you probably had it coming. Yeah, well, I was clean. I was clean. Yeah, oh. well. You know, it's not. It's not a power play thing. No, it's not a power play thing. I, my main commander doesn't get involved with power play. It's only one of my alts. Uh, so that that's. But the, the actual any show stopping bugs haven't been happening, and they've been released on time, and we've kind of got used to it. <laughs> I need to update you on something. Go on. I need to update you guys on something because I talked last week about being shown that I did. I'm sure I mentioned it on here. Um, that um, I was. Um, you know, I've, I've been having kind of weird performance issues with Elite where it's um, it's not been performing ex- excellently well um, as it has done for others. Um, no. I know this is, this, is, this is a huge tangent. I've been having um, really difficult performance issues with Elite. Like it's been crashing. It still crashes OBS, which I'm a bit pissed off about, but it, it, it is what it is. But it, um, I was having proper frame rate issues and proper frame drops here and there with, um, with, a, uh, um, with Elite. And right. um, uh, Commander Simon in chat um, said to me, oh, I think it might be because um, because you have an AMD chip and motherboard, it's um, the, the AMD chips aren't registering your BIOS correctly. Not your BIOS, your RAM speed correctly. Oh. And I was like, what do you mean? Um, and so my RAM speed, I'm going to get the numbers wrong. So take this as a, at a pinch of salt and maybe like don't correct me but my ram speed i think is 3600 according to the packaging and all of that kind of stuff but when i looked at my computer to see what my ram speed was it was saying 2100 and i was like that's weird that's really odd and strange but you can go into the bios and change it it's really easy really simple and since i've done that elite has been running really really well and i used to struggle with no man's sky a lot like i just would was not smooth at all in the slightest played it today and it was smooth as butter so um if you've got an amd chip yeah. double check that it um, on windows that your ram speed is the ram speed that you're expecting it to be that's a good tip yeah so, sorry so I, I how did we get here i got um i got confused ben and i thought i'd mentioned it on here before i thought i mentioned it last week and i clearly haven't because that's new nope, to everybody i was going to update people but it didn't happen last week i'm sure it did <laughs> But anyway, just do do that. I was just like, I was trying to work out the segue. And my my segue was, was like, oh shit, I need to tell people about this. <laughs> there wasn't there was an information bomb that just was suddenly unleashed on us. So yeah, but good tip. I don't have any AMD chipsets or CPUs. I'm just Intel and uh, uh, GeForce. So yeah, my my handheld is AMD and. But that's all. I, I've set that up all fine. Something in the show notes, like a link to a um to a forum post that Simon made about it um a, a little while ago, and it's mm-hmm. helped loads of people. Um, well, if we can find well, that, we we'll can put, put that in, the in community news. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be in the show notes. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I guess what we'll do is then we'll move on to the question of the week, not the queue. O F W as as I mistyped earlier in the week. 
<laughs> Everyone was kind of the fucking out. <laughs> so we've got um, quite a few people. Uh, with the question we were asking is, what are you hoping for from update 18? So, Ben, you're first. Oh, you have to say that when I'm landing, don't you? <laughs> we didn't even have these last time I was looking at the bloody show notes. Um, okay, so Commander Bolan Petunias is saying, more keybinds and something to track with a spreadsheet. Yeah, I don't mind something to track with a spreadsheet. Milson Barn will be behind that. Um, and maybe we could have a dedicated key binding to fire torpedoes, maybe. I thought that it'd just be the map to your first or secondary. You don't yeah. need anything more than that. Yeah, yeah but if you want more keybinds, you know, give I'll them more. I'll tell you a keybind that would come in useful, activating and unactivating the uh, the autopilot for... Um, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, instead of having to turn Super it off and on again. Yeah, yes. people talk about that all the time. Yeah. That would be more cool. keybinds in update 19. But, uh, no, 20. No, 19. 20. Which is the one that's the surprise feature. 20 is the surprise. 20. 20. Yeah. I th everybody has decided... It, it does seem that everybody has decided that 20 is going to be base building. I don't know that it is. I don't know where coming from with this. I have uh, to say, there's quite a lot of fairly incontrovertible evidence that it is. Well, is this if you go off and hack the hack the yes. files again, Alec? I, yeah. I, I mean, you, you say you say that, but the Panther Clip has been in um been in the data files for a really long time and that ain't coming anytime soon. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, yeah. I yeah. I, I watched Mechan's video. I'm not I'm not necessarily saying go and watch it but yeah i was there seems to be quite a lot of evidence yeah well and that was obviously a feature that was dropped because of the the leak said that it was going to be in and everyone got really excited about the leak uh and then when stuff wasn't in the in the final version when the which was mentioned in the the leak then you know it that was one of the other things that it all kicked off of course but then that's why you don't believe them and you don't believe anything until they properly announce no, it. No, definitely not. Because, no, yeah. Anyway, Alec. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Sapphius says, uh, since I'm 50,000 light years away from the bubble, I mainly hope for the story to speed up again and no bugs that hinder me out here. Brackets. And just in case I have to say it, I don't mean this in a snarky negative way. I don't have a problem with my chosen playstyle not getting new stuff. Um, but yes, I I, I sympathise. It, it would be um, <laughs> a very long time ago. I remember. Um, I think it might even have been on um, my flight assist interview with um, with Psykit, where I was sort of saying that one of the things I hoped for in the update was um, that they didn't break anything um, or something to that effect, and they sort of did because it was Odyssey, and it was like, oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh man, that was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah, I, if if you're happily pootling away doing exploring fifty thousand light years away, I do get that. But, but if there's a big update coming, you're like, I hope it doesn't spoil anything because I'm quite happy out here. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, my big one was when all of a sudden your ship used to hover sort of like five hundred meters above you, so you, <laughs> you could still get. Like if you could manage to line yourself up while while looking up five hundred, almost half a k, yeah. <laughs> to line up with the uh, um, the SRV hangar, <laughs> it would still take you half a k up. 
and you'd be in your ship. But it was a that was enough bug one. Yeah. Claire. Um Silas Wesley says Cobra Mot four ship kits. Oh <laughs> you troll. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Cobra Mot. Actually I got uh, involved well, me and uh, Pete were discussing small ships. And he says, actually, I have to disagree with you. Forget the Sidewinder and the uh, and the Eagle. The best ship for um, on-foot missions is the Cobra Mark IV. And I'm there going, really? Okay. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know because I'm not going to touch the Cobra Mark IV, not even with yours. So... Um, Can you get some... Are there extra paint jobs for the Mark IV? Or is it... Oh, there are. Oh, there are, okay. There are, but obviously... Not that many, yeah. But um, yeah, they're still there. Uh, right, I have Happy Moon Monkey. He says, "Thargoids retreat to further from the bubble, and Brewer build jump gates to get as quickly to Barnard's Loop and the new front line." Mm. Uh, jump gates, yes. People have been wanting jump gates in for absolutely ages. Uh, I don't think I like the idea of shortcut jump gates. <laughs> Just, just me being grumpy. Yeah. Uh, Fleet carriers. Yeah, but I haven't got one yet. <laughs> <laughs> we had to explore the hard way. Why should people get jump gates? I'm right. <laughs> um, right. So Lexi Orchard is saying that whatever it is, thank you, Tom, for all of your efforts, and best best of luck. It's sad to see the legacy that uh, of all that hard work about to drop having having had having had them let go as a no thanks person on the thargoid war i'm really happy for everyone who's been sinking some serious effort into the ongoing events to get closure over fdev just turning it off or leaving it on forever i don't really want to be anyone burning the bubble thanks i have a long list of places where i can no sorry i have a long list of places to visit where i can without putting the time in for AX stuff or any of the Thargoid-specific modules. And hope I'll be able to visit some dormant sites, dormant titans, and so on. I'm a fan of the story and the narrative, and Elite can be guilty of not really valuing the the in-game representation of a narrative. All those Galnet stories, for example. Uh, Most of all, I hope you all have fun, 07. Mm. But I think... Mm. Basically, Lexi's saying they like the story, but yeah, just ha- have fun out there. I do agree. I hope at the end of this, I mean, mm. I, I do, I do like the idea of a dormant Titan, or you know, so so after the thing is destroyed, and you know, even if the gameplay doesn't recycle and come back again, I I I, I definitely hope that the wrecked Titans are something we can visit just as a just as a spectacle. I think they'd be amazing to look at. Yeah, well, it's your turn now, Alec. Oh, sorry. So it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, Commander De Camper says, uh, I hope for a good conclusion of the Thargoid War with us beating those Titans back. But I really hope for the unlocking of the Cold 70 sector and Horsehead Nebula along with some relevant content. I'm not sure what future content Frontier want those areas for, but they're a right pain to navigate around. So I'd like to see whatever is next to take place there. Free the Norse... Horsehead Nebula. <laughs> wouldn't it be wouldn't it be nice if if a couple of the Titans retreated there and the the areas were opened up? 
Yeah, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? It's quite a big, I guess it's quite a big area. Uh, I've not, um, is it a sort of major navigation pain going around? A little bit. Oh, go on, Claire, yeah. There's a, um, there's a, um, a, a, a station, a system that you can bookmark, which you can pretty much use to avoid any issues. Right, you know, like a it, yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of like, uh, like dip, it dips below. It's difficult to plot in a straight line, but what it does dip below. Okay. Um, so it, it's just, it, it can be um, a bit of a pain in the ass, especially when you get, I've been guilty of doing this. You forget behind it and then just go on a little wander. <laughs> um, then you, then it, it can be a bit of a pain, a pain in the ass to navigate and you have to have a good, a good jump range, but it, it's, it's, everybody get ready. Um, it's bigger than you might think. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, speaking of big things, speaking of big things, Ultra Snail yeah. has got a really nice, has given us a really nice, lengthy, girthy piece of um, info. Um, culmination is such a great word that doesn't mean the end. Um, well, not necessarily. And that is what I hope we get. Not an end. It would be a real shame for the content to disappear. So maybe push it way back so we have a single titan somewhere that remains intact that new players can always go see and have a poke at if the urge takes them. For the rest, I'd love to see the same sort of dormant state as the spire sites come into play. We can still go and interact with them so the content isn't just lost. Um, I can see tourist missions cropping up of people wanting to see where the fight that was. Um, in terms of the Thargoid takeout, my head runs to the final conflict in Battlestar Galactica 2000's reboot, where there's both ship-to-ship -ship as well as on-foot battles all taking place as part of the takedown, trying not to put spoilers in for people that are 15 years behind on their viewing. It's always <laughs> past now. Um, a special ship launch fighter um, slash craft that attaches to the outer casing of the Titan and allows entry to in or on foot. Or even, I think it was Ben's idea, so buckle up, lads, because this is going to be bad, of landing inside <laughs> and driving around corridors in an SRV to achieve the end game. Again, all this could be left with content once the Titan is made dormant. But, as we know from the Spire sites, just because it has been made dormant doesn't mean it will stay like that forever. Who knows? The Thargoids could return. And in brackets, everybody, charge your glasses. In brackets, Alter Snail has written, I mean, how hard can it be? Um, hey. I mean, I, I, I love all of that. I think it's super ambitious and it's really, really cool. Um, I will say, with regard to content no longer being there or content existing for a short time and then disappearing, do you remember? Well, of course we remember. It was only like a year ago, but the initial Spire sites before they turned into the big Spire sites. Yes. yes. The, the, the one thing I got set of screenshots on doesn't exist anymore. No. No. It doesn't. Mind you, there wasn't much to do, was there? No, you could gather the sap. I mean, there was nothing to do that you can't do now. You could gather the sap and nothing else. Um, the only thing you could do, I mean, it's it's not do as such, but experience, I suppose, is you could um, you could get out or get your SRV to those mini spires and then mm -hmm. experience the ground shake and have that sense of it you remember everyone was talking about them growing and it the ground sort of rumbles and the there's a sort of dust and quite a nice effect and, and you know that's gone isn't it we can't experience that anymore 
Oh, excellent. Uh, we'd just like to thank everybody who's contributed to the question of the week. Um, always nice to hear from you. There will be another one when, uh, as Claire thinks them up while we're all listening to Black Diamond FM. There it uh, is! <laughs> BlackDiamondFM.com slash listen live on a Sunday. When you get to the end of that, just have a look at the elite, at the Lave Twitch account, Twitter account, because we'll definitely, there'll definitely be a question there by that point. I have, I have a very specific set of things that i do during those two hours and one of them is the question of the week excellent but also listen uh, to chris because he's fucking wonderful <laughs> yes it is all right um well mostly clueless we've got a couple of things now the, it, it's a little bit different this one because i have to ask some, for something on clarity uh, for some clarity here uh one of the things i've been doing in small ships has been I've been running around doing mega ship scanning, and and one of the the other things that I've discovered is that some of those mega ships you have to fly inside them in order to do the scan. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that, and it's so nice that uh, even after all this time, I come across a, uh, a a new bit of content that you know I'd never done before. But it's one almost thing- like a trench run, Colin. It's almost like a trench run, yes. Uh, <laughs> the thing was, I did five of these in a row, and I got three tip-offs from the mysterious stranger. You know those things that appear in your um, yeah. uh, in in your uh, message box, which are effectively extra missions. Um, now, was I, ju- I? I don't get these very often, and it just it just something went off the back of my head where I went. Well, the only thing that I've been doing is been doing these megaship scanning runs. Do you have? Was I just lucky, or are these linked some way to the scanning ones? I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I think it, it might be just a um, like a proximity to something that's triggering triggering it. There might be set spaces in the in the galaxy or systems in the galaxy that trigger something like that. Maybe. Well, th- I mean, this this did happen in Diso and in Lave, but it just it just seemed scared, uh, weird to me that um, I haven't had one of those tip offs in months, uh, and yet I'd start doing these mega ship scanning missions, and all of a sudden I get three of them. Were these tip off missions or um, in different gaming sessions, like different days, or? No, it was actually I got two in one gaming session. Uh, okay, because I have noticed. Um, that they can be a little bit persistent sometimes, so it sort of pops up in your inbox and you close it and go, now I'm not interested, and then five minutes later it sort of pops back again. It, it wasn't that sort of thing, was it, that you just no, randomly no. got a tip-off, but then it kept popping back up? No, you get those those horrible uh, reminder ones when um, you've done a mission and an assassin's come after you, and you've got man, you've got rid of the assassin, and all of a sudden, every time you move between instances between super cruise and real space, mm. it'll re pop up into the mission saying you've managed to kill that assassin. By the way, right. yeah, thank you. I know that I've wiped him out. <laughs> but no, these are genuine tip off missions where I've got until I think the third of March to actually do them. Uh, so as long as I don't delete the mission, the the message. I, I um, I'm assuming that I, I can still do it. So I've got three of three of these outstanding to do, which um, I've got no idea what they'll be like. So I'm going to have to give them a try. Like but I, for top shift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Um, you've got something more uh, about this AMD BIOS. No, no, I just put, I just put the link in there. That's all I did. Okay. That's all right. 
don't worry that's this is when i should have should have included it um in here but i didn't because i had word vomit and needed to say things gotcha right so there we are that's that's the uh the word vomit moved to the right place um now the night vision workaround for the shattered canopy has been reported as a bug uh, mm. ooh, i may or may not have encouraged this alec turner and you've why, already why, voted why, why are you stopping us from having nice things colin i didn't say that it's alec turner I'm so sorry. It's a bug. It's a bug. I hate it. No, nah, it's not. It's working. It's working as intended. No, it ain't. Fuckers. We've reported it. <laughs> yeah. And Fuckers. we voted on it. This is, this is fine. Down, how can I downvote it? Stuck on that. <laughs> Works fine. Works fine. Working as intended. Oh, dear. It's not right. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. This, this is kind of glass is a really good things. moment in the game. I like the fact that I'm blamed for this. I'm it's blamed for it. Well. It was doing it. It's Colin's fault. If you if you like your night vision as a way of working around the shattered canopy, then send your complaints to Colin at laveradio.com. <laughs> also, it's the quality of life improvement. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Oh, not. Or as Wintermute says, Alec the scab, Turner. What, what a prick! Right, that's, that's it. He's, I'm changing his title. We'll take him around the back after the show and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, Alex, SRV scab. Right, okay. Wow. I'm in favour of this. <laughs> joking. No. <laughs> he's, got, right. he's good at his and you'll have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's have a look at the any other business. Uh, the Dex Legacy Season 2 has returned with an explosive and thrilling adventure uh, premiere tonight on Lave Radio before this show. Uh, you can find further information at thedexlegacy.com, including links to the paperback book, The Dex Legacy Season 1, collected scripts and commentary uh, by Emily Inkpen, and also the complete Season 2 on HD audio. And if you also like audio drama, there's always Escape Velocity that's also part of this website. Um, now... There is Game Blast then, Psychic. Game Blast. Um, I need to say, um, I, 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 very, very late on on Sunday, I went. You know what? I want to. I'm doing Joy Duty next week, and I'm, I'm, I would normally do something exciting on the Sunday to do with D and D for Game Blast, but um, that's going to be next year. Um, but this year, not so much. But I still wanted to do something because it's special effect, and special effect are flipping incredible so um i'm doing a fundraiser on friday we're gonna be playing some elite dangerous i've still got some stars left over from the um the quest for kindness thing that i did um where i was sticking stars on my face every five quid probably do that again because why not until i run out of stars um and it was a good time last time and i just want to want to do it again i want to want to raise some money for an excellent charity and um it's it's some good stuff. Um, I'm hoping to have some giveaways. I'm doing some mad emailings in mornings to try and have some um, some giveaways and stuff. But we we'll, we'll do um, we'll do that. Um, I'm doing a fundraiser for Special Effects. Special Effects are an excellent charity. If you don't know what Special Effects do, um, they're one of Frontier's chosen charities as well. They um, provide accessibility options and help. Um, um, uh, 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 
they help facilitate accessibility options for those people who need it to be able to play video games. So sort of like if you, it, people with motor issues or people who, um, like for example, the I know the folks who have to pay, play with their feet and things like that for um, different video games and with limited hand movements and stuff. And as somebody with dicky hands and sometimes somewhat limited hand movement the fact that i have the that that is an option that might be available to me in the future should i need it is um absolutely wonderful and i do a lot of stuff and um talk to, talk to special effect quite a lot because they are an, an absolutely wonderful charity so if you are fiscally able please consider donating on friday or with any of the many streamers who will be streaming over this weekend for special effect because they're hoping to raise a lot of money they're a wonderful charity excellent Done. Uh, <laughs> right well if that's the case then we'll do shout outs um it's a bit of a short show this week but i'm quite sure next week's show will be a little bit more uh full length <laughs> girthy Thick. Oh God. Argoid booty. Be nice that depends. Ah. that depends. It might not even drop. <laughs> yes. I don't think we've have we actually managed to hit our innuendo quota for this this episode. I think no, I think no, so. No, uh, not yet. Let me open up my thesaurus. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh God. That's right, you've got to plunge into the Cathargoid custard. <laughs> the custody clunge we're going. <laughs> Plunge the clunge. There you go. <laughs> Is the right. custard moist? Ben, lower the fucking tone, man. <laughs> right, anyway, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio 8, broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. Uh, you can tune in at twitch.tv, Hutton Orbital Truckers, or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash EliteDangerousCQC. Um, we're also giving shout-outs to the other Elite Dangerous podcasts, uh, and those are the Grad Frequency, who do other space games as well, and Loose Screws. Uh, now, following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejuice. And we'd also like to thank all those who've chipped in in the Twitch chat and... Uh, what in-game commanders have we had today, or if any? I know that uh, we've had issues where people thought Chris was running in solo. Well, he Chris Mark Four has had um, Real Merle, Electro Ace, Hannah Rib, and Spooner come and join him in the bar. Wonderful. Well, welcome, Commanders. Glad you kept him company. Right, special thanks go to Commander Tokoso, JN Tracks, and Alan Stroud, who have all created music that we use on the show. But that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can find the contact links in the home slash contact us menu of the laveradio.com website. Do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Uh, Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Claire. You're welcome. We'll thanks, you, Colin. We'll let you get back to your Turian loving in a minute. My guy. Uh, <laughs> My guy. Uh, thanks to Alec, the scab. Thanks, Colin. Sorry about the night vision, folks. It's all right. They won't uh, do anything. They'll, about they'll it. never fix it. It'll be fine. They'll never fix it. 
Thanks to Ben. It was a short and girthy show, wasn't it? Thick. And special thanks to today's tech specialist, the wonderful Commander Ventura. You're welcome. So, until next time, Commanders, uh, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Galnet News Digest, 23rd of January, 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this month's news, we go back and review everything that's happened in the galaxy during the first three weeks of 3310. The Empire has followed Zachary Hudson's lead, saying it will keep those of its citizens who have been rescued from the Thargoid Titans in protective isolation. The Alliance announced last year that it will return rescued Alliance captives to their families. However, there has as yet been no update on how that's been going. The Alliance inquiry into whether its defence pact with the Sirius Corporation delivers value for money continues. With the Sirius Corporation claiming that it would all work out a lot better if the Alliance wasn't so bureaucratic and obstructive. Because blaming your customer is a great way to defend your failure to deliver a service. Senator Zamina Torval has returned to the Imperial Senate amidst rumours that she may be interested in taking over the Chancellorship when Anders Blaine retires. If she is appointed, the Chancellorship could give her 
an excellent platform to increase her power base within the Empire. Aegis has asked for supplies of Guardian relics and unclassified relics to help engineer Ramtar build a prototype of a new weapon using Guardian technology that may finally enable the eight Thargoid Titan command centers to be defeated. As usual for Ramtar's initiatives, commanders can drop the commodities off at Felice Dock in Mean to save them the bother of flying down to Phoenix Base. Three types of Guardian-themed paint jobs are on offer for the most prolific participants. Finally, President-elect Felicia Winters has been told that she can assume control of the Federation in about three weeks' time. She has appointed a number of cabinet ministers, none of whom are a surprise. When she is appointed, the presidency will give her an excellent platform to increase her power base within the Federation. And that's this month's Galnet News so far. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.